Clever, clever. Okay, well, we're synced up then, I think. Um, oh, let's get this boat show on the road. Um, welcome to the Futile Podcast. Tonight, it's Zach, it's Ian, it's Jeff. And from 2019, we're talking about Rambo Last Blood with uh, good old Sly. He's um, hanging out in his uh, Arizona ranch where his dad apparently died. We never got to meet his dad. But he was walking there at the end of the fourth one. Yeah, we never got to meet his dad. John Rambo, that. right? That was the fourth one? Yeah. Yeah, I only saw the fourth one once. You, I, you only saw that once? Yeah, I haven't seen it. I've seen that like ten times. Oh, I've, yeah. I've seen that one way more than all the other ones. I could imagine. So uh, that's kind of the, the lay of the land. You get there and you just you start. You hit the ground running and you know that, that John's apparently got a adopted i got a niece yeah now he uh, did he ever talk about his other jeff you probably know this better in his other family in i think in the fourth one he mentions to the to dexter's wife uh something about the, the family he has and i i, rem- I mean he says something about a dad that he doesn't talk to obviously because then they show him walking up his walkway at the end of the thing but do they mention a niece or sister or brother or anything like that in any of the other movies not that I recall, no. I don't even remember uh, him being from Arizona. Like, I could be off on that. but Arizona is mentioned uh, in the third one. In the third one? Is it? In, yeah. In after, I, the kid followed the kid. That was another one for me. The kid. Like, the, I don't know. The, no, the Arizona is set up. It's probably, I have not seen, and I should revisit it because it's the quote-unquote good one. But uh, no, first, two, first second blood. is the good one. Yeah, second is great. I like yeah. I like all of them to varying degrees. Oh, but f- first blood is like the real movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second one's like, like a, a good proper jungle adventure. The third one, Afghanistan, has some cool stuff. I, but you know, I need to watch the third one again. I last time I saw it, I was I was not impressed. I've always told people like, oh, it's not as good. I think the second I loved because it was just so stupid. Sure. Uh, but the, the screenplay by Jimmy Cameron or co-written or something that right? like that. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. But uh, the, yeah, when that fourth one, I came remember on, being man. really bored with it. I remember being re- extremely bored by the third one. There are parts that are like that. Yeah, this, this, the Sega game. But yeah, it was. Uh, so he mentions Arizona in the third first one. First and second one. At least, at least in the third one, he does mention it because the kid that sort of becomes like the kid that follows him around. You know, the little uh, Afghanistan kid is like, "Where are you from?" And he's like, "Afghanistan." He says, "Arizona." Uh, you know Arizona, and the kid's like, "How many days walk?" And then he says, "I don't know, like four hundred and fifty or something like that." And right. I'm like, "Well, okay." So uh, that's when Arizona is mentioned. But in the fourth one, he does. I know he does mention a father, and she asks something about him keeping in touch, and he was like, "No, I have no reason to." And then at the end, after whatever life changing events cause him to rethink things in four, which is just him killing hundreds of people, basically. Uh, which he's done before. I'm not sure why it made him change his mind this time, but he decides to go back and say hi to his dad. But we never hear that. And you know, the thing that had been in the uh, in the hopper was, uh, what's his name? Duvall. Robert Duvall was in line to play his father. Uh, you're laughing, but it's real. Uh, he, <laughs> well, he was in line. I would, to pl- yeah. <laughs> I was kind of like hoping for Nick Nolte or Wilfred Brimley to show up, but. Um, <laughs> Right, that's true. I mean, in, no matter who it is, it's they're they're not going to look right. Like you know, I was I was talking to somebody about how uh, Milo Ventimiglia looks like Stallone, and he played Stallone's son in Rocky Balboa. Balboa, um, and even now he looks like him. So like you watch him in that NBC show he's in, or he's in this movie and that movie, and he's got the same like left side of his mouth hanging down when he talks type thing, like very similar in all these like genetic ways, even though they're not related. 
but uh, Robert Duvall looks absolutely nothing in stature or looks or anything compared to Stallone. And so that would have been a weird... At a certain age, yeah. I wonder how much that stuff really kind of matters. I don't know. You know, you know I was I, so I was sitting there watching the movie with Ryan. He'd just be a grizzled old guy that would have like two lines and die in the first act. I, I remembered know? in Rambo, the fourth one, him looking so much older. But he looks just like absolute shit in in Last Blood. Just looks terrible. Well, they're, they're not trying to mince words. The they're fact not. That he's an but old it's funny because man. in the in the in the credits they show like you know right. a recap greatest. Yeah. Hey, spoiler alerts, guys. Oh, sorry. We're gonna uh, talk about everything yeah, in the movie, but, uh, including the the, he looked, the credits. They show some clips of him with the long hair in in Burma, and he looked fantastic compared to now. And how long ago was Rant was Rambo? that's a good point. Yeah, I thought you know he definitely had the dyed hair or something. Yeah, yeah. He looked so much younger. It couldn't have been more than ten years. Well, I don't know. Do you know what? We're getting Old was, man, right here was scary. That, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Right, I'm thanks, not sure. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for nothing. But no, I agree. Good. The credits were uh, part of the. <laughs> that was one of the best parts. Oh, Seeing hmm. young John. I guess. Uh, 2008. So, oh, so 11 years. 11 years ago. Yeah. So that's a good. Ch- it's a good chunk of time. So he that... was only 60 back then. Yeah. Rather than well, 71 how, how or now? whatever. He's 73 now. So. Oh boy. Um, anyway, he, he, yeah, and he really is starting to look his age. I mean, I've seen pictures of him even, you know, there's a, his Wikipedia picture is of him at an event in 2014 and he looks healthy and like his hair, obviously his hair, obviously in, uh, this one is like, he's obviously had some plugs or something and it's just looks bad. He just looks bad. But like even just pictures from him like out in public a couple years ago look better. So maybe he just he just had like a tremendous turn for the worst in the past few years. And getting old sucks, newsflash, huh? I don't know. Maybe. At least, you know, it hasn't for, for sure. him so far. <laughs> I mean, Sch- Schwarzenegger, you know, he's uh, he looks he looks pretty hale and hearty and he's got the nice uh uh, Silver Fox beard going on in sure. the new tra- in the new I said Transformers uh, the new Terminator uh, dark dark fate <laughs> yeah uh, so he look he looked good he looks good as he ages but Stallone is really he's fallen over the edge at this point I think it happens but yeah. anyway uh, go ahead and let's set this up here so right yeah so I did set it up he, he's we'll at the ranch again. he's at the ranch he's got the niece the niece wants to go to Mexico to see her uh, her father and they tell her no because he's just a scumbag that left her and and his uh, and her mom you know and then the mom died and then Rambo ended up raising her and she's about to go off to college but she wants some closure on this and so she uh, decides she's gonna go off to Mexico and she sees the father and the father is a piece of junk and he tells her kind of you know hey I didn't want you I didn't care about you and that's just all there is to it so then her friend takes her to a club like an idiot and in Mexico and, you know, she gets roofied or whatever and kidnapped and brought into a cartel uh, heroin addict sex slave whorehouse situation. And mm-hmm. then uh, Rambo has to come down and uh, go get her. I, I felt, you know, I felt like it's a it's a pretty poorly written movie and it's, well is it though like at least no, it's it simple though no it, but it is, it is simple but it does it and does it's not really, it's not over long it does it was it was it was too short honestly and it was uh it did the the problematic thing of it tells you exactly what it's going to do and then it does it sure sometimes that works but in this i felt like it did not i I'm, i don't i don't have a negative review of this film i have a positive review of the film but in terms of writing and plotting and everything it just was not 
It well, I mean, you're not watching a Rambo movie necessarily for like twists and turns when and surprises. Ended, when it ended, I was like, "Is that seriously over already?" I was for like it. It took so long to set up, yeah, the action at the <laughs> end that I was like, that just felt like a. It felt like an episode of TV to me, and not like you know, compared to like the Taken movies where he goes to multiple locations and yeah, gets guys, you know, right? Well, for so, it, for instance, in Rambo in the 2008 one, you know, there's there's at least two and more like i mean there's the thing there's the thing with the boat in the in the first act or this beginning of the second act and then they stop by or the missionaries are attacked in their own village then there's yeah so the thing with the boat first and they're attacked in their own village and then he comes in and then he does a couple of things to free a guy here and there and then there's the big you know they they spring some of the people and then there's the big thing where he blows away 100 guys so there's like that many things, but at this it was like there's there's the thing where he he breaks the guy's collarbone, which is fantastic. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, when he's trying to hunt. That was the best. Yeah. That, that was the best part of the movie. I loved that, that part. That was. I, I don't feel. Yeah. I feel like I'd never seen that. That felt new to me. No, I haven't either. I thought that was great. I thought that was very inventive. It was the most visceral and effective violence in and the he, movie. And he t- t- after he's already done this guy just grievous harm, and then he goes, he's like. I'll break it off if you don't tell me. Well, yeah, and I was thinking, like, how is that going to hurt worse? Yeah, it's the bone breaking. <laughs> he already, know? he already snapped it. And, <laughs> he already broke it off. Essentially, it was no, no. You break the bone inside. I think he just, you know, no, ripped, it was ripped out. It. It was yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But he broke it. Well, he off was going to break piece. it again. Yeah. He was yeah. going to break it from two. Then ends what are you going to do? Yeah, it's not going to heal. So anyway, well. uh, yes. <laughs> But uh, oh, that that was great, and, and and from from one angle, it looked like he was also like gouging the guy's eyes out while he was asking him. Like he just really wasn't giving the guy much of an option, which I guess is what you have to do. But but then uh, there's so much clerical stuff in terms of like setting up that he needs to then get revenge, and then he goes back to Mexico and he comes back home, and he goes back to Mexico and he comes back home. No, that's not that many times. He he only goes to Mexico twice. I might have added a few times for effect there. I'm but sure. The point but... is, it, it's none of it is seems super necessary to me, and well, it it lacks a sense of immediacy because anyway, in Rambo, in uh, John Rambo, they're being chased at that ending phase, right. and I, so and he's got people to protect. I in this case, like, that, that, yes, that's not part of it. I that. felt like he needed someone to protect. I think killing the girl, his niece, uh, his niece dies. By the way, spoiler alert. Uh, Killing her off felt like a mistake in the storytelling aspect of it. I understand it's because you always have to have everything taken away from him so he can snap. That's what he does in all of them, I guess. Somewhat. Uh, but he... Uh, and then you have... Um, there wasn't any other... I felt like there could have been more... I mean, he gets the shit beaten out of him. Right. I guess that's considered an action sequence. It's not. He just gets the shit beat now. Well, it, it, it does give you... You were talking about like knowing where it's going. It does give you a moment to be a pause to be like, okay, well, they're doing something. Like You kind of get that. Like I've never seen the Taken movies or any of that stuff, so I'm coming they're from... pretty good. B- right, sure. Really? Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll hit the three-pack someday. This and, was like know. a really bad Taken movie. Well, yeah. that's the, fine. So uh, I would rather see like a 70-year-old lunking around Liam Neeson compared to this. Like, yeah. the traps were cool, but I'd rather, like, Liam Neeson be, you know, right. yeah, jumping I, chain link fences and stuff in, like, 20 takes. Consider, considering Stallone's affinity for violence, like, you know, I so I appreciate him still making movies, and I appreciate that he is like, you know, people want to see this. And he's, uh, I, I guess, 
in a way he's right in a way he's wrong also but but that the last you know 15 20 minutes of the movie are really all i was paying to see i felt sure like. and i felt like yeah. they, if they had added like two more scenes like that throughout the film you know like if he had to i mean i guess i guess he he beats a bunch of guys to death with a hammer when he goes in looking for his niece, right? Sure. But that wasn't really an action thing. That was just him beating people up with a hammer. It, it was an action, but it wasn't that. Here's here's what I think is that is the biggest criticism of what you're wanting from a Rambo movie and maybe not getting. As I just much wanted out. the. I just wanted Rambo four again. Sure, I'm sure that's what you wanted. You wanted a lot of daylight CG <laughs> guttural violence, and there was a bit of that, but mostly it was done in the dark in tunnels. I liked that. I liked the dark sure tunnels. that was great, it was but great, but there was only it was only twenty minutes of the sure. Film. And you know what it did is it telegraphed everything because you got to see him build the traps and then just watch him set him off. So there was no sense of like you discovering what's happening when the bad guys. You know, you're like, oh, niece, there's that one. There's he tells that his one. niece, don't go see your father. He's a dick. Yeah, and he's a bad guy. You and then, said this part, and then yeah. her grandma says the same exact thing. And then she goes and does it anyway, and the guy is just a dick to her. There's nothing surprising there. He just does exactly what they said he was going to do. Yeah, we said that. And then, <laughs> so it's just, it just all happens. Bang, 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 exactly like everyone says he's going to do. And then at the very end, he's like, I'm going to tear your heart out. And in fact, he says, it to the, he says it to the journalist lady first. He asks for her help, by the way. What help did she give the second time? She must have just told him where the where the brother was, like the house. Yeah, oh, she was, okay. She was she was worthless. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wait. Wh- wait. It wasn't his. Wasn't her grandmother? Who was that? That was. I thought she was niece- just like a maid. How could she? No, be it a was the niece's grandma. It was the niece's grandma. That would mean that she was the mother of the. She dad? was the mother of the dad. I think. Mm, I didn't get that. Oh, I didn't no, get I that. Didn't either. that either. either that or I was either like, that or John Rambo's was just... sister was Mexican. Also, for some reason, John has uh, maybe he was a do- an adopted Mexican. Sister. I, I didn't I get know. that she was his grandma. Honestly, <laughs> well, she I... calls her grandma. <laughs> well, I'm sh- maybe it's just an adoptive whatever thing. Yeah, you know? maybe everyone just calls uh, their old lady they've lived with their whole life grandma. Uh, that wouldn't be impossible. It happens, but who knows? Otherwise, she's either John's John's mom. It's not John's or, mom, or, or she, or, or, or she's talking <laughs> mad shit about her son, which is, I guess, possible. But um, then she would know where he was. I think. I don't know. Anyway, that's kind of like who gives a shit about that part of it. Yeah, I think. I think the biggest problem with is the movie. Borders. Yeah, right. Is is the um, well, those guys when they were coming back, man, they they just went, they crossed the border, yeah, no they problem. Had, they had no issue. <laughs> yeah. I, I was expecting them. To, I expected to see a scene where they stopped and like killed some border guards or something, but they didn't. Yeah, they just showed up. No, that's probably in the director's cut, along with the scene from well, the, the you know, trailer that I they only showed, saw. They what was that? Well, he's got a hat on in the rain and dark. It's raining, right? And a bunch of guys have surrounded him. That's what I thought. I thought I saw some trailer with him having like a really, like a weird kind of like big hat. You, you know that you'd wear. Huh. And a trench coat or something like a dark like rain slicker. I have no idea. Yeah, it says, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I think those were just like stills. Those were just from like, a scene, like photo shoot from a scene that never existed. Or, That's the tease. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, but anyway, yeah. So I mean, seeing the traps get built, they ba- they spend a bunch of time with him building the traps, and that kind of like said extinguishes some of the surprise or joy of watching them get set off. I think. Because you're kind of like, okay, that's that one, then that one gets set off, then that one. And there's not a lot of innovation or surprise in the set pieces for the action. And the, and the violence is mostly oh, it was fantastic. dark and CG. Oh, I, I mean, it. yeah, I mean, there, I there were good bits, but... I just wanted that through the whole movie. But Here, you kind of knew where it was all going. Here's what Wikipedia says. 
11 years after the events in Burma, John Rambo inherits his late father's horse ranch, yada yada, which he manages with his old friend, Maria Beltran, and her granddaughter, Gabrielle. Uh, so I, I don't get how. Well, he's then, okay, at all. okay, well, then. I don't get then how. She, may, then the maybe, mother is also Mexican. She's the mother's mother, and she was never his niece never at all. His niece. It's just, so it was just, just a, an adoptive just creep, niece. He's then. just a creepy old fuck who wants to fuck his niece. You could tell in the subtext, right? He's like, I don't want you to go. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 okay. Right. Well, apparently, uh-huh. yeah, I don't know. I just, I, okay, oh, that makes sense. Hey, you're right. Do you feel better? I, I He's do just feel creepy better. now. I love being right. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that the last 20 minutes was great. Yeah, but really, like, and the they cut away a lot. Great. No, they they showed a lot of They shit. showed some they stuff. They showed several uh, entire headshots where heads exploded. In the dark and quick CG it stuff. It worked. I mean, yeah. It still it, worked. That's yeah. fine. Some of it worked. There was a lot of... There was a lot of shaky cam sort of bullshit, so that got kind of old. I liked, I liked how he set up all those traps like he didn't need to be there. And then as each one closed, he was there anyway to go ahead and shoot the people who had just <laughs> oh, of course, yeah. You like be the sure. ones where the guys fell into the spikes and they were uh-huh. already dead. Then he pops up and shoots <laughs> both bodies like 75 times each. Gotta was, be sure, man. That was man. hilarious. That's... I mean, Ryan and I laughed the whole, that whole, oh, thing, yeah. that whole thing. We it were was just good. like, yes, that's fantastic. I mean, so I, I love that stuff. But like, can we then bring up, I think, the, the, the overarching other, issue with the movie, which the is the hour of the movie just wasn't. Is that it, it tried, I think, I, I wasn't sure where to go in with this. Because I know that First Blood, you know, has some death to it. But Rambo has never been as endearing a character as Rocky. So when he brings Rocky back from the Rocky Four era and does Rocky Balboa and manages to land some decent bit of drama, and I know you, to your credit, have never seen, and pride... I've never seen a Rocky movie, so this is something you cannot really speak to. Um, that, that was, to me, kind of an extra bit of an achievement there in that in that series. So for Rambo, it was a little more like, okay, what's he going to do with this? I remembered the Burma stuff, and they did bring a little bit more to the character there. You know, this idea of him just kind of being disenchanted or whatever you want right. to say. And so now in this one, you've got this, you know, I think you've got a lot of recovery from him, and he really does play... I, I found myself like like, j- j- like never seen a Taken movie, but I think part of why I'm giving this movie a little more credit maybe than it deserves is because I keep reminding myself as I'm watching like this is the John Rambo character from all those other movies. He's just older now, and this is where he's at in his life. And I'm like, does that make this better? Does that make it more awesome? <laughs> and in some ways, I it kind of maybe does. Maybe if I had watched more of those some of those movies going into this, it would have had. A stronger connection. They try to sort of force feed you that at the end credits, which I I didn't care for that much. Especially when they got to the point where they were just showing you clips of stuff you had seen twenty seconds earlier. No. You know, from the actual movie you just his, watched. His character. So his, I don't know. I I just felt like his character was a stereotype by this movie because in the other ones, like he cared about. In the first one, he was you know, the soldier who was, you know, what everyone knows the story behind that one, and, ha- and like that was a real thing where people, for whatever reason, hated the Vietnam soldiers as they came home, which is weird to think of. And then the second one was about POWs, and so he's always had this like patriotism and kin- not even necessarily patriotism, but kinship to the brotherhood of soldiers and wanting to save people. And then you know he's got a new brotherhood of soldiers with the good guys, the his good friends in the Taliban and Al Qaeda, you know, <laughs> in in Rambo Three. And uh, 
and then in the fourth one, yeah, you're right. It was like a disillusionment thing and jaded. And then, you know, he decides to show that he has hope in humanity again by slaughtering 200 guys with a minigun. Uh, and then, but in this there one, yeah, it's like, it's like, you're right. The only reason you, it's connected at all is because his name is John Rambo, you know? Yeah. It really, it was the biggest of the cash grabs I'd say in terms of, what do you I, think, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Like, what do you, what do you think of Rambo? My, I mean, the highlights, Jeff? the highlights for me were like the violence parts, oh, yeah. like two I can think of, like the, I guess the killing the main bad guy as well as the clavicle, Yeah. the closing credits. And then I could have gone for more, you know, him training the horses like for the old <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith score. Right. Like I could just watch more of that. That I is a great used, score. Like more, more of the relationship between him and his niece. Like the rest of it was just kind of like lower than taken. Uh, I, I agree, and that's where it becomes difficult to reconcile because because it's like it's a cartoon in the last half, but it tries to be a little more of a serious drama and bits at the beginning. It's not the well most well written. It's not the best shot. If it were better shot, then all that yeah. horse training stuff would be great. You have the morning in America look and all that shit. I don't know. And I, I thought that Denise gave a good performance. Yeah, she so, was fine. so that was that that helped I, with it. I I think the the entirety of the script that wasn't the killing people was just so generic and it was like that that stuff just was kind of it was kind of a bummer to have it to have all that happen and I was I was definitely you know I I try so hard to temper my expectations for movies um especially ones that I really want to see I tell myself ah, it's not going to be that good and this I tried to do but apparently I didn't do it enough I still, I still liked it overall, and I'm sure I'll see it again. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so it's 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 gotten a lot of flack for the uh, incredible gruesome violence, uh, but they must have already reached their edge, their their end of their thing with MPAA because they didn't show him killing Victor. Yeah, they didn't show the decapitation, which felt like a complete and utter waste to me. They show oh, sure. him. He even he even looks at the guy's back. Like they must have shot something. Like, oh, they absolutely. It's an unrated director's cut. Uh, oh, can't you feel it already? Because, yeah, yeah that, I like how he just took his took his head. Yeah, like, he drove took the head with hours and just dropped yeah. it out of the car. Which means he was like, carrying yeah. right when the right when the cut happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was. Which means he was just, he just holding the head. Yeah, he was just holding the head in his lap while he drove for a long time. He just thought he'd drop it off in Arizona. Yeah, he probably yeah. stopped. He stopped at a Starbucks along the way, and he's holding a, a decapitated head. In his I'd lap. like to see the short yeah. for that. You know, where he's just talking. So you want anything? Yeah. No? He, okay. he put he put the he put the he put the Starbucks tip in the guy's mouth and closed his mouth on the dollar bill, and then held the severed head out the window so they could take the dollar bill out of the mouth of the guy at Starbucks. Oh, thank you, sir. That's nice. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Wow, it's like in it's a baller <laughs> like, move right there. Like, like in the Predator when he like puts his uh, puts that dead. Yes. Oh there. my gosh. That thumbs was up. so good. That Something was like so that. We could have used could have used more yeah. laughs for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that they really have not had in any of the Rambo movies. Now that I think about it's it, humor. There's no laughs. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the laughs come from you know, knowing how stupid it is and just watching the when it is bodies but, explode and stuff. But it kind of it, it tries to have its cake and eat it too with these moments. And now it's like now it's this Jerry Goldsmith music and how difficult is war and how sad is this you know character and all that. And you're, so it's 
it's tough to kind of reconcile those two things when it's trying to be so cartoony in some ways and then trying to be a real movie occasionally and pulling it off almost in spots. But like you said, it is kind of generic. It's generic in both sides. I didn't think that the set pieces were all that great for the action. There's only one set piece. Well, there, there's a couple moments when action is about to happen. Or could it, Here, think of it like... The moment when he first is uh, at the like uh, the evil guy's den, and then he starts to realize that they're kind of all encroaching on him and stuff like yeah, that. That was kind of cool. That was like that was but an exciting moment. There except yeah. for they kick him a bunch. Yeah, and they then beat he the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't amount to much. So yeah, I I feel like I've seen the tunnel stuff better in Sicario. <laughs> yeah, like with with night vision. Like I'm like, yeah. why would you leave the lights on in your tunnel when you've got like a whole SWAT team of you know, cartel guys or whatever coming after you. Like Those... I've just seen that that it just seems squandered. Like <laughs> yeah. it could have been a could have been more fun. Yeah. Um and it just wasn't. The magnesium uh shotgun shells were pretty cool. That was cool. I, I liked that yeah, stuff. There was there was true. it feels like they crammed you know, anyway, it it's the whole thing just felt like an episode of T V to me. In fact I was surprised when it ended, I was like, was that really an hour and a half? I felt like that was like sixty minutes because it was like forty minutes of setup and then, and then Maury Safer came in. Yeah, then twenty minutes of this action scene. <laughs> but apparently, that was it was an hour of setup. So it was a, did y'all have just, a bu- did y'all have a bunch of mouth breathers in your theater? No. Like I had a bunch of just idiots, like just laughing and clapping, and it was just kind of like <laughs> no. Our, ours was all old people. Ryan's and mine. I don't know about yours, Ian. Mine was like one guy who I think was breathing kind of heavy a couple times, but he was okay. He kept it quiet. <laughs> The guy that Ryan bought, uh, Ryan bought a hot dog in line for some reason. And uh, when he sat down, he goes, the guy who I bought the hot dog from, from told me that uh, people have been going nuts for the Downton Abbey movie. Every single screening has been sold out. So apparently that's like the hot... Run an interference on our Rambo movie, huh? I guess. I don't know. I mean, I love it when they do that. There's nothing better than when a fucking shitty kids movie is out. I go to the theater and I see it like packed in the parking lot and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck my life. And then I'm like, oh wait, shitty kids movie. <laughs> right. Awesome. They're all at the shitty kids movie. Because I'm usually trying to see, see a movie at a reasonable time when I don't right. have too much dis- disruption. You saw it at a matinee. See, Jeff, you, you probably yeah. saw it on a Friday evening, right? Yeah, yeah, See, I saw you the got prime time. Sorry, man. Thirty Eastern show. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw it at four different. o'clock, which was like perfect. Yeah. So anyway, the the last twenty minutes, what it reminded me of is the stuff. Home in, Alone. No, it reminded me of the stuff in <laughs> in the end of the first Expendables. So the end of the first Expendables have, has a bunch of stuff in tunnels, and it's people blowing each other apart with shotguns and stuff as they go through. The, so it was very similar to that, which is another Stallone. Felt movie. like hard it's target also, to me. It's also similar yeah. because it has the thing of him leaving and coming back. Remember on the Expendables? That was something I had an issue with is that they go to the island, they leave, then yeah, they come back. I guess you're right, yes. But, I, I didn't but, like that in anyway, either of these. The Expendables also had, which is my main complaint, several other action scenes, which were like people getting shredded by sure. bullets. I need that all the time. I need more than one. I need more than one. You need Jason Statham throwing a knife scenes. at a basketball. I don't need... I just... No, I don't need that. I also need people... <laughs> getting their bodies completely torn to pieces and blown up and shot. I need that, Ian. I yeah, I understand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're you're a case study of when mo- mommy doesn't let you watch R-rated movies and yeah, now that's all you ever want. <laughs> uh anyway, so I think I'm going to give I think I will give uh Rambo what's this one called? Last Blood. Last Blood. Uh I'm going to give it a two and a half sadly. Ooh, how stings. What about you, Jeff? 
I think I'm right there. I think it was not great, so I'm going to go middle of the road, 2.5. Oh, boy. See, I gave it a three on letterbox, but I cited a half-star bump for when John lets the horses go. Yeah, I like that. I really like that. I'm like, I'm like, he's letting the horses go. He's they're not gonna. He's not. This isn't their fight, you know. Yeah, he did let the. But then if you saw all the the extra credits that Jeff loves so much, yeah, he jumps. He he jumps on a horse and gets and rides off. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was funny. I was like, well, they're trying to end it with with him. He's gonna he's just gonna rock to death. And then instead of rocking to death, he just decides at one point that he's going to stop bleeding and gets on his horse and rides away, like, toward mountains. Like, where is there a hospital in the mountains, or what? It's Arizona. There's probably a mountain hospital. Yeah. Wait, when did... Wait. Did that happen after all the... No. I don't know. The the, the credits lead up when they're showing you stuff you've seen. At the very end of the montage credits, there's a video of him bleeding, gripping his side... And he jumps up on another horse and rides away. Yeah, the horse comes up and then he gets off the porch and yeah. jumps up and rides away on a you horse. All, you all, both of you stayed through all yes. that shit? Yes. I didn't like it, but I stuck through <laughs> till the end. I had to do the, do the kitchen of service. Yeah, I, I, I messaged everybody saying no secret ending. <laughs> yeah. Because there was no secret yeah. ending. No, I stayed all the well, way through the end also, yeah. I salute you for your service. Yeah, so now, so guess what? They left the door open for... Yeah, Rambo well, was an eighty-year-old. Well, here's the thing: all, last is not final. Like, yeah, he's he a businessman. He knows that. You know that's yeah. stupid. Don't kill off yourself. Of course, yeah. he can come back in five years, or something like that. Yeah. Well, what they can do is like they did with the the Creed movies, and they got some other guy. And yeah. Rambo comes in and trains him. A diff- well, just just another soldier going through just the same soldier. stuff. Yeah. But hopefully this time he would have more set pieces in his day day to day life. Let's hope so, you know. Something where like you know you go to the store and you're attacked by uh, Sandinistas, you know. Could be. And then on the great if yeah, Brian Dennehy rode up on another horse. That would have been good. Yeah, (laughs) shot him with a thirty out six. I've been looking for you for a long time, Rambo. You have my town. Why don't you just move along? Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I, two point two point five for sure. Kind of a bummer, you know. And, and our original plan was Ryan and I were going to see this, and we were going to go have uh, cheesesteak, and then we were going to go watch it too. And at some point in planning all that, I realized that it too was three hours long, and so that I, I was, was like, I'm man, not doing. I was that. just about to say that. That sounds so intimidating. I'm like, I don't want to do that in the theater. Yeah, and I'm I heard it's not it. like. Yeah, amazing. It's, it's not amazing. Well, we don't want to just watch rich it. people be rich the whole time, too, yeah. right? I, uh, I, I still want to see it, but I, I don't know. Three hours is just such a large chunk of time. That's why to... it's a TV movie. Yeah, I guess it's just right. too big a story, and they're just, I don't know. I don't know why they can't collapse that story down into something more digestible. But they think people don't that's want. That's been that. the problem with all his stuff. You can't collapse the stand down into. Uh, digestible movie because it's just a humongous story um it the same way did you ever see did you ever see that dark tower movie that was terrible that was so bad that, that was, was boring so it was bad. so boring i was yeah. i was really confused by it because i was like are they even gonna i just assumed it was gonna be like the first in a 14 movie series or something and instead it was just like now nah, let's just end it wow let's just end it Seven seven books plus all the extra side books and whatever else worth of material and the movie and it, with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, and yeah, all the tons of side things. All those are they're all you know linked within his universe thing. And then they're like, yeah, we'll just do like a ninety page bo- movie of it. It's just terrible. Yeah, it doesn't work so well. <clears throat> there must have been something they had to contractually just get out 
for uh, probably for ownership or something, so that then that way they can yeah. gear it up to be an Amazon series. Well, later what's or next? Something. What's the big? What's the big uh, other movie that's coming out? Well, what, what are we watching next? I I've, I've, I've heard some po- yeah I've heard oh, positives yeah, about yeah, that, yeah. but I don't know what that I don't know anything about that, so I'll, I can go in cold to that if I'm in the mood. Yeah, um, I could have seen that too. But that's uh, that's it, and then I guess Star Wars is in, but that's not till December. Jeez. Oh, oh, Knives Wars. Out looks okay. Yeah, I'll see Knives Out. Though I don't like the idea of the marketing with the like a Who Done It. It's like fuck off. Just be a movie, you know. Don't try Jeez. to be all cute about your little subgenre horseshit so and give Daniel Craig so like a southern <laughs> accent. Like it looks like it'll be. It looks kind of like a Wes Anderson movie in some sense. I don't know. You're just so bitter all the time. Like it, it just. I just. I'm only bitter about marketing garbage. No, you're bitter about a lot of things. No, you're bitter about no. sports. Fans. Well, that's you're that's in relation to marketing garbage. I'm bitter no, about. Not. I'm bitter about fandom identity problems. Where where half the stuff you read is like articles telling, saying. We like the ten things we want to see and the ten things we don't want to see, and it's like, do you mean you're representing your 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 website as the one person that's the author writing this, or you think you've got like the echo chamber control on everybody that reads the content in your material? It's just it's problematic, and I don't like it. I don't like when they they become so lazy with their with how they sell shit to people that they. That it bugs me, you know. Be a little creative, and you know, be a little open-minded, and remember that art can be interpreted in multiple ways. Don't just, you know, be like, "Oh my God, another who done it? I haven't seen that in so long." Jeez, <laughs> belittling advertising—it's not easy, and it's, it's not. Cheap. It's not. I'm not belittling advertising. I'm belittling lazy advertising, and you could agree, I'm sure. I <laughs> know it's not easy, and it's not cheap. <laughs> I love the good stuff. I love when they come up with those clever ideas, you know? Like a car commercial where the car drives by and then it shows the kid on the bike throw the newspaper after. And it's like, that's that's a touch, you know? It's a nuance. That's a mini little narrative. That's where I stand. Yeah. What, was the, <laughs> my, what, was the, what was the brand to that commercial? I don't know. I think it was an old Jeep ad from a million years then ago. It, then, it wasn't, then it wasn't effective. Hey, I don't remember it. Yeah, I know, right? And... Tell, say the same thing about whatever the monkey monkey pug baby thing on the Super Bowl last year was all about. Was that selling like tra- travel coupons or something? Uh, GoDaddy, man. I don't know. <laughs> See, there you go. Anyway, we're putting Zach to sleep. He doesn't like last this year's ad- Super Bowl I, was garbage. I, I, I just talk, I just can't talk about last year's Super Bowl. Oh, uh, was that terrible. the next big thing? They need to do more football movies. No, I don't need football movies. Football, it's bad. For <laughs> movies? You don't think it makes good movies? No. Unless which, it, which, unless which it's kind Rudy of sports team Colonel is Sanders. best? Yeah, that's pretty funny. Which which sport? Which kind of sport do you think makes for the best sport, sports movies? Uh, I, can, I don't know. I guess baseball. But, but, but they've made nothing. They've made so many bad baseball movies. I don't know. Like Rookie the of the Year? Really bad. I guess, I guess Moneyball was good, but that's not really about baseball. Right, see, I think that's the first problem. I asked you this a while ago, like, how many do you think get uh, the the aspect of sport right, you know? Bad News Bears might be one of the best ones. Moneyball gets the sport correct. Well, it gets the business side of it, but how many players or characters in it? A lot. It's actually, yeah. it actually, but are they even the like love leads? of baseball yeah. thing? Moneyball was, was very nice, good at that. Like, maybe the video of the guy hitting the home run and falling down or whatever. Like, I don't know, that that was just kind of uh, 
Who's the uh, who wrote that? Uh, what's his? That was uh, Aaron Sorkin adapted yeah, it from Sor- the book. Sorkin adapted it, yeah. yeah. And uh, Wally Pfister shot it. Michael Lewis is the uh, book writer. Oh yeah, he's but, the author. Yeah. No, I I liked Moneyball. I just watched Trouble with the Curve, and that was kind of. I heard that was terrible. A lot of people lame. Yeah, yeah said very bad. It, it just tried to be a little more than what it was. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I like anything that's about. Uh, I mean. Things like Little Big League and Major League and Sandlot and all those things. The, the, those are fine. I mean, those are always about people's love of the game. And that seems to be the main thing. I think Bad News Bears is probably, I mean, it's just about people playing the game. Uh, it's got to be about teamwork, I think. It's got to, so you mentioned Hoosiers. Uh, it's got to be about. What's that one with Rob Schneider? That was pretty good. Fundamentals and teamwork, I think. Bench warmers. Is that what it was called? Is that Rob Schneider? Yeah. I thought that that was the Napoleon Dynamite guy. He's in it too. Oh, wow. and so is David Spade. Oh, that's yeah, a, it's, that that's, was pretty. Good, I don't actually. think I've ever seen that. That's actually pretty good. That's that's not bad. <laughs> it's basically it's it's a Happy Madison thing, but it's like this guy who was like an ex, he was like an ex college star, and uh, he's playing. There's like a rich guy who wants to let he doesn't want to let the little league teams play or something, and so uh, for, somehow uh, Rob Schneider's character gets into a deal that he'll play he'll play against all the little league teams for the right to do something so it's just him and his two nerd friends and they're playing against all the little league teams I, I don't even remember what the plot is but there's a really funny thing about uh, a Cuban uh, ringer brought in by one of the little league teams and he says he has a uh, uh, birth certificate that proves he's 12 and it just says I am 12 written in crayon on it uh, that was that was probably like the funniest thing in that movie, but it was it was alright. But uh, what what do you think about all the uh, Antonio Bryant stuff that happened t- today in the last few days? Antonio Brown, yeah, he's he's toxic. Yeah. He's he's toxic. I enjoy, for someone who enjoys watching the sport like I do and following it, playing. Do fantasy, you? I sure hope the whole league just folds. I really do. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be so funny. It's going to be so funny when it does. Everything is going wrong. Like, it just gets worse every year. They keep adding new uh, penalties. Like, and they were talking about, like, uh, the games are un- they're unwatchable now. They're completely yeah, unwatchable. And they're th- I throwing flags on every play. Yeah, I didn't watch the Thursday night game, but I heard it was pretty bad. Uh, In terms of penalties. It was uh, so just bad. Just holding, uh, like, 20 times or something. It was so bad, and I, and even they even remarked on it during the, the the telecast. They were like, "Oh, even Tom Brady just tweeted, I'm turning this garbage off. There's a flag on every play. I'm not watching this anymore.'" They're like, "Wow, even Tom Brady said that." <laughs> like you know, they're they're joking about how bad the product is during the game. It's terrible, and then you have the, then you have like the star players in the league. Then you, you know the the best team over the past two decades has cheated and colluded with the commissioner and done this and that and illegal things, and no one seems. To, I mean, people care, but the the one people the one group that doesn't seem to care is the league. Like when they did have evidence, they burned it. Sure, you know? and then there's the whole thing with the kneeling. So how long has it been about? How long has it been since it's been about football at all? And how long could it go without a game playing played? How many seasons could you have with no games? Because it's not about that, right? It's about because as much as people are talking about how they hate this stuff, 
they still love gossiping and talking about it and carrying on and the pre-shows and the whatever. There's a whole industry just about that. You know, That's ESPN true. can carry on all the live long about this stuff. So, do you think the Fox it's possible? Do, show do is you, like nine yeah, guys. Do you, do you th- yeah, how many hours is it before <laughs> the first game, right? You yeah. could probably get up at 5 a.m. and start watching yeah, pregame you, you football totally stuff. So, I mean, hey, for whatever, people have fun with it, they get into the culture of it or whatever, but that's, yeah, that's, like I said, I like sports, but I don't care about all that other shit. You don't like anything. No, I like watching a good game played by athletes with a solid team working together to achieve stuff. people or art. No, I like, I like, I like, I like the good stuff. Maybe I'm just too, too sophisticated i like the good stuff what does that even mean <laughs> i don't know i'll tell you i'll tell you when i see it the only good oh, sport man. right now is uh basketball yeah basketball has been pretty consistent you know why i think basketball works because you can watch it on tv and be entertained because there's there's t- there's not that much space between the goals oh and like hockey is difficult because it's like you have a guy covering up the goal and it's just a lot of sliding around Soccer is difficult because it's a huge field, and it's mostly guys running around back and forth. And it's really hard to get a good image of that from a TV standpoint, to get it behind being excited. It's like, okay, wow, he's kicking, and he's running, and he's kicking, and he's running. Oh, somebody's kicking and running, and they stole it from him. And they're kicking and running, and kicking and running in a wide shot forever. It sounds like an old George Carlin bit. The football is just, is just, it's just increasingly lost me year after year. And, I don't, and I've, I've hated college for a long time and I used to really really watch college and care about it because I cared so much about the draft and I don't even care at all anymore like it's just losing me hmm. now what do you think do you think that's an old man thing I, don't, I feel like it, no matter like what the sports I say evolving trying to attack and, me about it no I'm not trying to I'm trying to get it like what's really going on with all of this like I get it that they're raking rules and they're neutering the game but it's just are, are there new fans anymore. for it, or do you think it's on its way out? I personally think it's on its way out, and there are people who like to show. You know, you can you can confirm your bias any way you want. Sure, but numbers. viewership would count, right? Jeff, is, uh, I don't think it's. Jeff's, I don't think it's on its way out at all. If you look at Jeff's the Nielsen ratings guy, from last, if you look at the Nielsen ratings from last year, four of the top five most watched events the entire friggin' year were football games, NFL. I think uh, not, not even not even like uh, not even like important games, just like pivotal games that became like great games. But and everything. that beats no one, everything. So no one watches. No one watches Nielsen rated television anymore, except for sporting events. So that, I don't think that's. I think that's increasingly a, it's skewed. Uh, uh, an inaccurate way of viewing who's watching what compared it's, it's, to what. Compared to people to who watch see watch the Big Bang Theory or whatever, that's like I don't know. I don't know if you can compare the two. Well, no, you can't. So I'm saying like the, you're really only rating uh, these sporting events against themselves. Like there's not much else that people are watching on live TV anymore. So the Nielsen ratings are kind of becoming less and less important. I mean, everything is, you know. Well, everything's streaming now. It's just exactly. a kind of different game. Yeah. Like. It, yeah, I mean, you're right to a point. Like, the top 25, like, most of them are live events. Like, the Oscars and shit like that is right. are, are included on the list that are competing with football games and college football games and stuff. Maybe you'd have to do it with butts in the seats at the stadiums. You could add an actual number, hard number, that you could you could use to how many people are caring enough to go watch their teams play. I have seen stuff that shows that 
your average person cares less. The average person is spending less money on it. The average. But is that true of everything? Is, like, because no, there's so much more content. Like, like, you care less about your favorite TV show than you used more, to. They're spending more and and consuming more basketball, while they're spending less and consuming less. Okay. On football. Well, then that would be valid yeah. statistics. I don't know what the I source would, is on that, but yeah. Yeah, I would. Well, and, I would agree that it's not growing, but I would say it's not losing share. Another issue they have is that it costs so much to go see. I, you know, I've seen all major sports live, and football is the least good live product to consume. And worse, than, it's it's worse than baseball. Yes, absolutely worse than That's baseball. Weird. Baseball is a leisurely day at the park. Oh, you go okay. and hang out with the kids, and it's it's well, one, it's one that, game that doesn't yeah, matter, and it's well, relatively just, it's just cheap. A little different. Oh, okay, relatively cheap. In football, you're paying a shit ton of money for something that you can't even see well, ah. and you don't know what's happening. Plus. They said one thing that's really killing, um, it's it's actually hurting baseball too. They, they've talked about how, like, why are baseball's run times, why are the game run times? There's a very simple answer. The very simple answer is TV timeouts. It's very yeah. simple. It's, oh, right, it's, yeah. it's, that's fair. It's, it's commercial stuff. So And they do that even more. They do it more in football and everything too. So them trying to make a product out of it rather than just letting it be its own thing is what has just made bloated these run times. Yeah. Another thing that you haven't mentioned yet, but, and I think this is kind of cause cause you, you all, both of you don't live in a kind of college football, you know, hotbed like I do, but yeah. college football is way big. Um, oh, I'm sure nas- it is still. nationally. Yeah. Like it's not for every pocket of the U S but it is, I would not be surprised if it kind of overtook uh, pro in some because there's so many more colleges. Well, I think so it already is. Games. I think in certain markets, it already has. It, it already is kind of held on a higher pedestal than the pro game for sure. Yeah, because there are there are some people who aren't like a fan or an alum of one college, and that's all they watch. That's all they cheer for. There are some people who legit just like watch college football like yeah. they don't they don't have the you know what those fuel, people are called the few pedophiles <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know if that technically fits the definition well i'm just it's saying not pedophiles it's not like they're football. driven by fantasy football or anything right. like 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 the nfl kind of thrives on it's a purity yeah. but, for the game yeah it, it is just it like, is closer like it is closer to that yeah, they like the exploited purity. children is what they like they <laughs> like they like that uh, an entity like the ncaa can make billions of dollars off the back of what's essentially slave labor that's what they like well they get an yeah. education don't they the ncaa are is way it, worse is it an education NFL. Ian? Hey, i don't know student it's athletes yeah. yeah i mean they are getting it for free i guess but it all should be free. If I'd like to take this opportunity to talk right. to you gentlemen about Bernie Sanders. Have you heard of uh, or listened to uh, the Seagal Sessions oh, no. on iTunes? No, what okay, is that? So so I've discovered a podcast by two Australian guys who do nothing but review uh, Steven Seagal movies one at a time. You mean bite our rhymes? That, We're like biting they start, our rhymes. They, they have a random generator that selects one each week. That's and they dumb. watch and talk about it. And then they rate them out of five ponytails. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, now, this uh, I've I've talked to many people about this and mentioned your thing about the Tango and Cash Minute uh, podcast, where every every <laughs> ish, 
And people love that idea. They absolutely love it. Everyone I've talked to has laughed and said that's the greatest idea. What? Where are you on this? Let's let's bring it out from uh, from wherever it was left. The, the minute, let's pick it up. Pick it up after minute two, and let's uh, revive it. Hey, had he had he shot the uh, had he shot the the tanker yet by minute two? Yeah, what uh, by the end of yeah, one? Uh, no, no, he had not. The first episode <sighs> ended like right when you know uh, Zadar flew out the uh, plate glass yes. shield, right? And then the uh, the let's see, the second minute I can't remember where the second minute minute ended, but he had not been called uh, you know Rambo is a pussy to what? bring it all around. Now, have you figured out how many minutes long uh, the movie is? How many episodes of the podcast you would have in total? Uh, no, I would, gosh, how is, what do you count the credits? probably an hour and a half. I mean, are you just, just, just doing like, like, like resume reviews over the credits or what? Or is it final thoughts like Jerry Springer stuff? Tango and Cash is 104 minutes. Ooh. So you have 104 episodes plus credits. You're right. Plus credits. Well, the, the credits would count in the runtime, so it'd be 104 yeah, it episodes. Yeah. What? Yeah. The credits op- count in runtime. The, the damn opening, better. The opening credits happen. You can talk about plenty of stuff. That's yeah. True. It's got that Faltermeyer score. Yes. There's a lot of things you can talk about. I actually used a clip from it yesterday when I messaged Seth about something that was pissing me off at work. I wish they had a shorter version of the "This fucking sucks." They just need that part. Of this it. fucking sucks. But it was the whole thing where it was like the part where he stands up and says, "I got something," and then. Yeah. And then Gabriel's like, or no, this, not Gabriel, but Ray's like, no, 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 no. This fucking no. sucks. Gabriel's like, no, 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 don't, no, don't, no, don't, you know, like, because yeah. he, he knows that Ray's going to say something, yeah. or he knows that Gabriel's going to Gabriel, say something, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get it right, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm completely unsatisfied with all the available gifts in, you know. I mean, honestly, I, I feel like at this point we could just do that a they podcast don't have something like that. where we just cycle through roadhouse tango and cash and like money train like once once every three episodes we go Point back break. to the same movie cliffhanger yeah there's more than you realize there's i've con, accumulated con accumulated a bunch of them yeah i mean and then you could end up i mean and then by the end of several hundred episodes you could have had like five episodes about a movie you know that you could then compile into a supercut that you could then sell to somebody like yeah sure. i've got 15 hours here of talking about money train it's content it. yeah yeah, 15 hours of four drunk guys talking about money train. <laughs> hey. Oh, man. 103 hey. minutes of Tango and... 103 Tango and Cash Minute episodes. 